Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. Uh, God is so good. He is so faithful and kind and so gracious to us. We are so thankful to Him for everything that He is doing in all of our lives. I trust God that you and your loved ones are doing well and that you are enjoying the goodness of the Lord even in this season. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Uh, we are so thankful for this opportunity that the Lord has given to us to be able to get together with the saints around the Word of God um, again tonight. And I thank you, um, whatever platform you are joining us on, um, I pray that this will be a blessed service for you, that as you and I, all of us together, get around the Word of God together, that the Holy Spirit Himself will grant us great illumination. Um, I pray that as we continue on um, discussing the concept of um, um, guarantees for success, um, that the Holy Spirit um, uh, channels to us uh, through His leading. My prayer is that you will know that success, that that success will not just be something you dream about, not just be something you think about, but it will become a living reality in your life in the name of Jesus. So again, guarantees for success and divine guidance through the Holy Spirit. I hope you have your Bibles or whatever devices you access the Word of God through. I'm very excited tonight about the Word of God. We're going to um, go ahead and share a word of prayer, and then we're going to dive right into the Word of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have given to us to come together with the saints, to be able to gather together around the Word of God. Lord, I receive grace and illumination from your Word. We receive the presence of the Holy Spirit. We know that you are right here with us. I ask, Father God, that you speak through my lips, um, that you think through my mind. Lord, that you channel through me um, everything, revelation, understanding, wisdom, and everything that you have ordained concerning this service. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Um, guarantees for our success and divine guidance through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, let's really briefly um, just go over our theme scriptures. And um, in this section um, of our studies, we started um, to talk about the abundant labor, the things that constitute the work that produces success. Uh, we've talked about the place of grace, and we've talked about what success is, and that, that it means that you do well. It means that we turn out well, that, that we, we, um, we are accomplish our goals in life. We arrive at our destination and wherever we are that we do well in every area of, of our lives. So um, David said in 2 Samuel uh, chapter 23 and verse 5, is it not my family that God has chosen? Yes, he has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreements are arranged and guaranteed in every detail. He will ensure uh, my safety and my success. And um, Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you meditate on it day and night and observe to do according to all that is written therein. It says, Then you will um, make your way prosperous and you will have good success. We have already um, talked about this over and over. We are the understood subject. You and I are the understood subject. That if we will do what the Word of God says for us to do, if we will do what the Lord says for us to do, 
um, he does guarantee um, success in our lives. In 3 John and verse 2, I love especially the Living Bible where he says, I'm praying, I pray that all is well with you and that um, yeah, that in, in, your, in your body, in your soul, um, that, that you are doing well, that you are prospering. And um, that really essentially is what success is. But there is a way to get there. There is a way to arrive there. And we have learned already that at every stage of our life, wherever we are, at, in every season, we can truly succeed. Success does not have to be something that is put off until much later in our life. Success is a process here, yeah, but we can engage that process wherever we are currently in our lives. And, and we can, we can, that success that the Lord has promised us can be a living reality right where we are today. Uh, we don't have to wait until, you know, all of our dreams are fulfilled. No, you can succeed today wherever you are. There is a measure of success that is available to you and to me right here where we are in this season of our lives today. And my prayer is that as we continue to dig into the word of God, that you will know what true success really is in the name of Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. And then we... Um, we uh, we um, went uh, uh, very strongly. We have been looking with a lot of focus at uh, what has become our most recent, um, most current uh, theme scripture, which is First Corinthians and chapter fifteen, verse ten, where Paul said, "But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and His grace." which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, and yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. It is by the grace of God that I am who I am, that I am, I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly. I really love that. And we have said over and over again in these services, when grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. Well, we have been studying around some of the things that constitute um, this abundant labor. And, and we know that we talked extensively about the place of prayer. success. Um, um, well-being, the blessings of God, none of those will be a living reality of, in the life of a believer without the place of consistent and effectual prayer. And we've talked extensively about that. So prayer obviously is one of the greatest labels um, of, of success or that produces success and produces opportunity. But in addition to that, there is also... We did say that in order to succeed in life, we've got to have the spirit of excellence. If we're not working in the spirit of excellence, and if we're not putting on that spirit of excellence every day, um, success will be just a pipe dream. It's not going to be a reality in our lives. Nobody truly succeeds in life um, without having a spirit of excellence. And if we succeed without excellence, that success will be temporary. It will not last. Amen. Uh, we've talked, of course, about the foundation of success. The foundation of, of true and lasting success is, is the Word of God, is, is Jesus Christ himself and, and the Word of God. We've already said that success is fundamentally a spiritual concept, right? And true and lasting success is produced by following the Lord's direction and guidance for your life every day. The main difference, I remember saying this a few weeks ago, the main difference between true lasting success and temporary success is really the foundation of your life. So is Christ and his word the foundation of your life? How strong is that foundation? And how much of a stronghold is that foundation in your life and in your daily affairs? Paul said in 1 Corinthians, chapter 15 and verse 10, 
Um, I am what I am. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly. He labored more abundantly. He had a spirit of excellence. He had a spirit of excellence. In addition to having the spirit of excellence, he had desperation and importunity for success. Um, Yes, we can have the spirit of excellence, but if we're not desperate for success, if we if we don't have importunity about us, um, success will uh, will tarry. It will be delayed. It's there, but we may not necessarily lay hold on it. We've got to be desperate for success in order to succeed. We've talked about the place of commitment and um, the importance of overcoming adversity. So let's lean very strongly on the Holy Spirit like we always do. There's so much, there's so much um, that I know, uh, so many different directions in which I know we can go um, tonight uh, for the next few weeks. But um, I believe that the Lord has something specific and something direct and we've already asked him for it. So let's go with, let's go with the direction that the Holy Spirit has given to us. Now, Let's talk for a minute, just share a few notes. I want to read a couple of scriptures back in Daniel. And I want to say a few things about some of those different things. Um, the spirit of excellence, commitment, um, um, desperation, opportunity for success and things like that. And then a few nuggets of success, success over the next few weeks as the Lord will direct us. But let's start tonight. Um, let's start tonight from um, the book of Daniel. Let's go back and and talk about um, Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. In Daniel chapter 6, the Bible says here, we read these scriptures um, the last time, last in our last service. Daniel chapter 6 and verse 1, it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. And over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give account unto them, and the king should have no damage. That the princes should give account unto them, and the king should have no damage. Verse 3, then was this Daniel, then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes. Why? He wasn't just arbitrary. Why was he preferred above the presidents and princes? Because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. In Daniel chapter 1, which we also read a few weeks ago, we saw where in verse 8 the Bible says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. And because of the determination, I think the Amplified Version says, uh, Daniel determined in his heart that he would not defile himself by eating his portion of the king's rich and dainty food. He determined in his heart. Because of that determination, that determination was and evidence was a byproduct of the spirit of excellence that Daniel and the three Hebrew boys had. You see there in Daniel chapter 3, when the king threatened, some um, people went to report the three Hebrew boys, um, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, to the king, that they were not going to bow down before the, the image that he had set up. And the king called the three boys to threaten them. But the spirit of excellence that they had, notice the spirit of excellence that they had um, played out in the decisions they made, in the actions they took, in the steps they walked in. That spirit of excellence um, 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 made them committed to the principles of the word of God, the principles of the covenant 
that they had with God. N not everybody in their generation was doing that. No, not everybody, you know, people, you know, some people will say, I'll do, yeah, we'll do this. This is what God wants us to do, but they'll do it only as long as it's convenient, right? And then when it stops being convenient and times begin to change, you see they begin to change as well. Um, but when you have a spirit of excellence, you are resolute, you are resolved, you are committed, you are determined, you are purposeful. And you see how that, that spirit of excellence stared and directed the lives of Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. In um, Daniel chapter 3, here, um, um, in verse 16, I think it is here, it says, Shadrach, um, uh, let's go to verse 14, uh, verse 13. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded, after the, some of the people reported them that they were not bowing down to his image, um, in his rage and in his fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke and said unto them, Is it true? This is verse 14 now. Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Then he gives them another opportunity. Now, if you be ready, that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the image which I have made well. But if you worship not, you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fairy furnace. See, if the commitment, if the determination that those three Hebrew boys had made was one that was based on convenience, was one that was based on, um, you know, when everything seemed good and, and uh, seemed okay for, for, for their comfort, their personal comfort, then of course they would have changed. But even in the face of the threat of the king, they said, uh-uh. Look at what they said. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered. This is verse, uh, verse 16. They answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto you, O king, that we will not serve your gods, nor worship the golden image that you have set up. They held fast to their commitment. They held fast to their determination. Hallelujah. That was the spirit of excellence at work in their lives. They purposed to do something and they stuck with it. The purpose, what they purposed to do was what they knew was God's expectation of them was what they knew was pleasing before the Lord. And they stuck with it. They didn't change based on the changing circumstances. Yes, when the king was happy with them, then, you know, yeah, they did what the king said. When, when the king started threatening, um, um, they continued to want to do what the king said because they were afraid of the threat of the king. No, they were resolute. So regardless, when you have a spirit of excellence, Regardless of the times, regardless of the seasons, that ex excellence, that spirit of excellence continues to bear out in your life. It doesn't matter what environment you are in. It doesn't matter who is watching you, who is there and who is not. When you have the spirit of excellence, you continue to do exactly the same things that are pleasing to God, that you committed to doing, that you are resolved to doing. And when you do that, the Lord will prosper you. You will lay hold on true success. See what happened because they did not, they didn't bow down, they didn't change their commitment. Look at verse 24. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and he rose up in haste and spoke and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men lose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no heart. And the form of the fourth person is like the Son of God. Hallelujah. And then, of course, he made a proclamation. He promoted them. He said in verse 20, verse 29, verse um, Therefore I make a decree that every people, nation, 
and language we speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. You see, in every one of these situations, success followed, promotion followed, increase followed, prosperity followed. Notice, these boys made their way prosperous. They made their own way prosperous. Yes, God had guaranteed success for them. God had planned and and promised to prosper them even in a foreign land, but it was the decisions they made. It was their putting on the spirit of excellence that enabled them to thrive, that enabled them to enter into the promises that the Lord had made. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. And you see, this was not an, this was not an isolated situation, right? Because the same way that um, um, the three Hebrew boys prospered based on the decisions they made was the same way in which Daniel prospered based on the decisions he made. Their commitment, their resolve to do what was right before God was what enabled them to enjoy the success that God had promised them. Child of God. Let me ask you, do you have a spirit of excellence? Are you committed? Are you resolved to be pleasing to God? Are you resolved to walk in by the precepts of this covenant? Remember what David said, God has made an everlasting covenant with me. Okay, what about you? How about me? Have we made an everlasting covenant with him? Are we walking according to the precepts? Of that covenant? Are we doing what the Lord has directed? Are we walking in the way that the Lord has commanded? If we are, success is guaranteed. Somebody say amen. In fact, let's make a confession of faith in the name of Jesus. Say with me, in the name of Jesus, I declare that I have the spirit of excellence. In the name of Jesus, I declare that I am walking in the spirit of excellence. And therefore, success is guaranteed for me in every area of my life, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Glory to God. Let's um, let's say, make a few comments here directly from my notes regarding the spirit of excellence. And, and from there, I'd like to also just make some side comments about some of those, um, some of those other um, ingredients, requirements for success. What I'm, what we're describing as the abundant labor um, that is required for success. Hallelujah! Let's look at Philippians chapter one and verse ten, and where we're going to read these notes right here. Philippians chapter one and verse ten. Let's let's read that real quick. Philippians chapter one. And verse 10, it says right here that you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, that you may approve, that you may approve that which is excellent, that you may walk in excellence. It says in the Amplified, that you may recognize the highest and the best. Putting on and being committed to live the highest and the best quality of life as a child of God is what is the spirit of excellence. Hallelujah. Well, somebody might say, well, yeah, some of the most successful people that I know, um, they don't even know God. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they are successful in one area or one thing or the other in their lives or in a season or the other. But can you really say that those people you are thinking about right now who don't walk according to the precepts of God, can you say they are truly successful in every area of their lives? Because true success is not just success in one area. We've already talked about this severally. 
True success is success in every area. So can we really say, oh, we do know people that do not walk in the spirit of excellence and they don't walk according to the precepts of the covenant of God and yet they are successful. Well, do can we really say they are truly successful? You can't say because an athlete um, is the record holder in whatever their, their uh, sport is that they are truly successful in every area of their lives. You can't say because someone... Um, um, uh, a successful uh, uh, businessman, billionaire or whatever, yeah, because maybe they are acclaimed to be the wealthiest person in the world. Well, you can't say they are truly successful in every area of their lives. And what the Lord has for us, for you and for me, is true success, regardless of what you do. You can be successful being a stay-at-home parent. You can be successful... Um, 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 in your latter years, you can enjoy true success as a professional. You can know true success as a student. You can be successful as a minister. It's not based on a lot of the externals that sometimes people judge our lives by. And I hope that's not how you judge your life, right? I hope the first thing that you judge your life by is how how approved you are by the Lord. When you put on the spirit of excellence, you are immediately approved. When you approve of things, like Paul said in Philippians 1.10, when you approve of things that are excellent, you are immediately approved by the Lord. And that in itself opens the door to success in our lives. If you want to thrive and succeed in life, you must develop the spirit of excellence and grow in it. Hallelujah. I love that. Grow in it. So, yes, having the spirit of excellence, being committed is awesome, but you must grow in that, right? Um, there must be a difference in your level of excellence from one year to the next. We can look at your life one year and Come back and look at your life the following year and the next year after that. And your level of excellence is the same. You've not elevated. You have not gone higher. Remember, promotion is a byproduct of having the spirit of excellence. And the more and the higher we go in putting on the spirit of excellence, the higher we go in walking in excellence, the higher the Lord lifts us. The higher the Lord elevates us. Amen. Glory to God. We must develop the spirit of excellence and grow in it and constantly demand it of ourselves personally. Excellence is putting out your best in everything you do in your life. Putting out your best. So let me ask you, I asked earlier, do you have the spirit of excellence? You said, yes. Well, let me ask you this. Do you put out your best in everything that you do? Whether it's your secular work, whether it's your kingdom service, whether it's your family life, whether it's your relationships, um, whether it's other areas of your life, are you putting out your best? Can you truly say, in most of these areas, in everything that I do, I really put out my best? Can you say that? Can you say, I give it my best completely? Especially things that we are committed to. Can we say, yes, I'm giving it my best. I'm giving it my I'm stretching beyond beyond my limits. I'm stretching beyond what is reasonable and I'm giving him my utmost best. Can we say that? If we can, then yes, we are walking in the spirit of excellence. If we can't say that, we are not. Are we putting out our best? Whether someone is watching us, whether someone is supervising us or not, are we putting out our best? Are we giving life our best? Or are we one way when there's nobody there and another way when people are watching us? Because that is not excellence. 
Hallelujah. That is not excellence. To be one way when you know you are being watched and observed, and then a totally different way when you know there is nobody there to see what you are doing, and then you are just being shoddy, just doing stuff. That is not excellence. And that spirit of excellence will show up. It will show one way or the other, sooner than later, it will show up. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. It says, excellence is putting out your best in everything you do in life. If you will excel, you must display excellence in your life. This requires that, you know, (laughs) some of the things that people say don't matter, must matter to you. You know, sometimes people say, oh, it doesn't take all that. We don't necessarily have to pay attention to so much of those, de- so many of those details. We should be able to just, yeah, let's just, yeah, we should enjoy our lives and we should be free-flowing and enjoy everything that God gives us. But paying attention to details is, is important. That is excellence. To pay attention to details. To, to, to add one more. Now, I know sometimes people can go to an extreme with that. Glory to God. And that's why we keep growing, right? Because there's a need for a balance in everything that we do in our lives. And I know sometimes people can go to extreme in everything, in everything in life, right? We can, we can go to an extreme. And the Lord is not asking us to, to be extreme in any way. Hallelujah. However, are we paying attention to details? Are we, are we, are we on our game? Are we proactively, um, um, going over and beyond what is required of us behind the scenes and in public before everybody else? Are we going over and beyond or have we settled? Hallelujah. I mean, if, if somebody makes a new record, an athlete makes a new record and everybody starts talking, oh, wow, they're so successful. Well, it won't be long before somebody else is going to break that record. So the question for this athlete is not to be extreme, but are you constantly pushing yourself to go beyond the limits that you've already arrived at? Are we doing that in our daily lives? Are we doing that in our relationships? Do we have the spirit of excellence? in our relationships? Do we have the spirit of excellence in our career, in our vocation? Do we have the spirit of excellence in our ministry? I know the ministry is one of the areas where people can most easily feel like, oh, it doesn't take all that. You should be able to just, you know, do it anyway. It should be fine. (laughs) Like people used to say many years ago, they say, "It's, it's just, it's just church. It's just ministry. It doesn't take all that. <laughs> it doesn't take all that. Okay. So in your mind, you do believe that in a corporate organization, it takes all that. But in the kingdom of God, it does not take all that. Like I think the man of God, um, Brother Copeland, Kenneth Copeland used to talk about, uh, he said years ago, you know, way back then before um, um, in, in, in the ministry of music, uh, before before excellence became a thing. Way back then, you know, I was trying to record in the studio and he had some of these Christian musicians. Some of them could play different instruments and they were playing with it. And he, he was trying to get everything well. He was trying to be excellent, give it the best and get the best out of it. And some of the musicians say, hey, it doesn't take all that. After all, isn't it just gospel music? <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it just gospel music? It doesn't take all that. Yeah, it's okay if Beyonce does that, right? It's okay. It's okay if some of the highly renowned uh, artists and musicians do that. But hey, this is just gospel. It doesn't take all that. No, no, no. The gospel actually should be given the best. The gospel should should, should be given far better than what we give anything in the world. Amen. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, so, you know, paying attention to details, right? Amen. Keeping your word. 
been on time. Hmm? And giving it your best. Looking at it and thinking about it and say, is this really the best? And can I make one more improve- improvement to this? Can I can I make this a little better than what it is right now? Let's let's do this and let's and it takes time to be excellent. It takes a lot of effort to be excellent. It takes commitment to be excellent. We've seen that with Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. But that spirit of excellence is what will make the guaranteed success that the Lord has prepared for us a living reality in our lives. Doors of opportunity will open. Remember, when grace meets with abundant labor, opportunity explodes. Manifestation happens and success is created. Hallelujah. Being there on time. Right? Being there on time. Can you be there on time? That's excellence. Or do you always have to have an excuse for being late? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> I know these are some of the slightly tricky areas where I know that, you know, we all sometimes have our different challenges, but the Lord is helping us, right? The important thing is that we are growing. This is not a condemnation. This is not supposed to, you know, make us feel bad. This is supposed to encourage us and challenge us, right? Like, can we do better? And we all can. Amen. Amen. That scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. So I can, verse 13, so I can be excellent through Christ who strengthens me. Say that with me, I can be excellent through Christ who strengthens me. Say that one more time, I can be excellent through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It also means that we must develop a culture of integrity. A culture of integrity. That is, our word must be good. There's so many people that, you know, will, will say something and make a commitment. And, and then the moment they walk away from there, they forgot. And you can't really count on their word. They say, I'm going to do it. But, you know, you come back five days later, it's not done. And that's not excellent. That's not excellent at all. I can do all things through Christ who, strength, who strengthens me. Amen. Hallelujah. When you develop a spirit of ex- excellence in your life, you keep going higher and higher. And you keep getting better and better. You keep going higher and higher. You keep getting better and better in everything you're doing. Excellence is refusing to make excuses for mediocrity. I like that one. Excellence is refusing to make excuses for mediocrity, but challenging oneself to rise higher in all endeavors of life. Excellence is refusing to make excuses for mediocrity, but challenging oneself to rise higher. In all endeavors of life. See, whether we know it or not, again, of course, we can go back to some of these characters in the word of God. We can go back to Joseph. We can go back to Daniel. We can go back to many, many of the other uh, believers, right? Um, People who walked in the covenant with the Lord. Is They just refused to make excuses for mediocrity. And whatever they did, they were at the top of their game. Amen. Amen. And and even as I'm ministering, this is coming into my spirit. I'm going to say it. You know, even paying our bills. I know that is something that, you know, can be uncomfortable for a lot of us. But even having a spirit of excellence when it comes to paying our bills to keeping our word financially. That is extremely important. 
That is extremely important. If we say we are going to do something, to do it. If we're part of something and we have a part to, to make that thrive and to make that succeed, to do our part. To make sure we do our part. And sometimes if times maybe are different and times have changed and our circumstances have, have changed, to find a way to um, you know, let the people that we are in business or in other uh, uh, um, commitments that we've made financial commitments to no you know times are a bit different for me and not to say that every time but you know I, I just I need to make a little change can you work with me on this hallelujah excellence even in our financial commitments excellence even in our financial commitments to swear to our own hurt if if you get some things from someone and you say, I'm going to pay it back, to pay it back. To actually pay it back. Hallelujah. This is so important. This is so important. And in many areas of our lives, you know, when we talk about success, those are some of the nuts and the bolts of success. Amen. And you look in all of our lives, there might be areas where we're very comfortable. Right? We're, we're very comfortable. Um, and we're doing very well in those areas. Right? Like you may talk about timeliness and you're very timely. You're very punctual. You may talk about paying attention to details in the things that you do and you're very good at that. But then you may not be as good when it comes to keeping your word financially. When it comes to paying your bills. When it comes to, to fulfilling your obligations. Right? then we need to step up in our excellence in those areas. Or you may be great with paying your bills, but you are not good in paying attention to details in the kingdom of God. Well, then what do we need to do? We need to step up. We need to believe God and rise beyond wherever we have, we have been and put on the spirit of excellence. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're discussing the spirit of excellence tonight. Somebody say, I have the spirit of excellence. Say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have the spirit of excellence. Excellence is giving all diligence to all that you do in life. It's giving all diligence to all that you do in life, giving all diligence. Think about it for a minute. Why was Joseph, why was Joseph made everywhere he went? Why was he made the leader? Everywhere he went, why was he made, why was he set up to be in charge everywhere he went? It's not just because he, he, he looked good. It's not just because he, he always wore a certain kind of clothes or he, 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 he wore his hair in a certain way. No. It's because he had the spirit of excellence. Whether he was in Potiphar's house or in the prison or wherever. Why Daniel and the three Hebrew boys, why was it? They, we kept reading, they were set above. They were set above. They were set, why were they always set above? Was it because the, the people, you know, everywhere they went, they were just so, you know, wow. They, you know, they just, they, were, they looked so good that people can, couldn't help but do them good. People couldn't help but promote them. No, 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 no matter how good you look. No, it's because they had the spirit of excellence operating in their lives. And my friends, the principles of the word of God, they don't differ. They are not, yeah, circumstances change, circumstances are different, but the principles on, in the word of God, they are the same from generation to generation. And I guarantee you, if you and I put on the spirit of excellence, if we walk in excellence, we will be promoted. Somebody say with me, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. At the end of the day, each and every one of us must decide, do I want to be average, mediocre, or do I want to be excellent? In every area of my life, do I want to be average, mediocre, 
or do I want to be excellent? Excellence, some, excellence sometimes doesn't seem to produce immediate dividends. But I guarantee you, on the authority of the word of God, excellence will always produce. It will always produce. Have you found out whenever people have something significant that they want to do, they are always looking for people of excellence to help them do it. Most people will pay a price that is way beyond what is reasonable if they can be guaranteed excellence in what they are trying to do. Most people will. Yeah, I know there are some, there are some cheap, cheap people who, regardless of what you do, will just not even, will not even value it, let alone appreciate it to the point where they are willing to pay for it, right? They're always looking for a way to, to get a preacher's discount. I know that, I know that. Or get, or get, a, uh, 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 get, uh, get a believer's discount. I understand that. But for the most part, most people who are going somewhere are usually willing to pay. They are usually willing to sacrifice and give more than is reasonable when there is excellence at work. Try. Try putting on the spirit of excellence, child of God. My brother, my sister. Yeah, I know. Praise God for prayer. Praise God for the word. Praise God. We're committed to that. Praise God. We're committed to that. Yes, we are. Praise God for, for fellowship, for happiness, for joy. Praise God for peace. Yes, glory to God. We are committed to all of that. But it's time to be committed to excellence. It's time to look at every area of our lives and say, okay, that. Yeah, good. I'm doing well over there. I'm doing well over here. I'm doing, but here I'm lagging behind. This is not good enough. This is not, I cannot say this is the best way. This is the best approach to this. I can't say I'm giving my utmost best to this area. Yes, I'm doing well here. I'm doing well here. I'm doing well here. But, but over here, no, no. I'm making too many excuses. Enough of the excuses of, for mediocrity. It's time to put on the spirit of excellence. It's time to put on the spirit of excellence. It's time to rise up in faith. It's time to become everything that God has purposed our lives to be, but taking on the garment and the spirit of excellence. Praise God for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But that's not only spiritual. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can be excellent. I can walk in excellence. I can walk in excellence. I can do the things that God has assigned to me and do them excellently well. Oh, in the name of Jesus I declare that all of us, all of us, will walk in the spirit of excellence. In the name of Jesus, that we will walk in the spirit of excellence. That we will give our best to everything we are called to do. We will do beyond. We will do beyond. You know, sometimes people say, well, but nobody's paying me for it. God will. Did you forget that? Did you forget that God is marking your script behind the scenes? Did you forget? The Bible says that promotion does not come from the west, the east, the south. Promotion comes from the Lord. He, he lifts one or puts another down. Well, how does he determine who to promote? He's watching. And somebody say, yeah, but it's not worth it many times. I'm doing so much more than... Well, well then you are not wise. If Joseph thought like that, he would never have arrived at the palace, ever. If Jacob thought like that, he would never have thrived in, in, in Laban's house. If Daniel and the three Hebrew boys thought like that, there is no way the law would have prospered them as much as it did in that foreign land. Yes, I'm, I'm, they're always asking me. I'm always at work, you know. It's like every, every, every time they have something, it's me. They're always, that's a good thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's, a, that's not something to complain about. 
That's a good thing. It means they recognize something about you. And what you should do is take advantage. That is called opportunity. Remember what we said, when grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes. That is called opportunity. No believer must ever be caught grumbling or complaining about work that is assigned to them. Ever. No believer must ever be caught complaining, whether publicly or privately in their heart, complaining about the volume of work assigned to them. No believer, no believer. Don't you realize that everything you are doing is a seed and there is a harvest coming to you? Yeah, I know there's a need for a balance. And sometimes we need to just put the brakes on and say, I need a break here. Sometimes we need to put the brakes on and say, I need a balanced life. You can't just keep doing one thing and one thing and one thing. You can't succeed in just one area of your life. I understand all of that. But you know, the Holy Spirit helps us find that balance too. And if he's ministering to you right now and telling you to joyfully do the things that are assigned to you, then do it. Don't be complaining, mumbling and grumbling. Say, when are they going to increase my pay? When, 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 when? No, don't do that. Do with a joyful heart. Keep sowing those seeds because it's not your employer who's going to increase your pay ultimately. It is the Lord. The Bible says he sees you in secret, he rewards you openly. Father, we honor you today. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for this service. Thank you, Father, for your mighty presence with us. We give you glory, Lord, today. Thank you for your mighty word. I thank you for my brothers and my sisters. I speak the blessing of heaven upon them, each and every one of them, and their loved ones. Father, these words that we have heard and received in this service, in this Bible study, let these words nurture us. Let them continually nourish us. Let them continually bless us. Let them continually increase us. I give you all the glory, Lord. I give you all the praise. You alone deserve it. So receive it to yourself. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen. And amen. God bless you, saints. We're out of time tonight. Thank you so much for being a part of this service. I pray that the Lord bless you, and that the Lord prosper you, and bless you and your family. I look forward to seeing you again next time, um, same time, next week. Good night.